Now, broadcasting on Radio Star Worldwide, it's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. My name is Dr. Bart Rademacher, Prescription for Your Transformation. Hashtag uh, real people, hashtag real conversations. And I am broadcasting live from the, the Bahamas. I'm working here at Okeanos, which is the <coughs> the name of the stem cell company that I work with, uh, derived from the Greek word, the river god. And really delighted to be uh, hosted with um, Wendy West from Radio Star Worldwide. And so, yeah, we just start off with a couple of technical difficulties, and that's okay. That's the world that we live in. I can't imagine us not having this kind of technology today because it's such a wonderful thing and such a wonderful vehicle for what it is that I am very passionate about. And I am just going to do a quick uh, check-in with uh, Wendy there. So are we good? I mean, does it sound great and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. <coughs> all right. Sound great. Oh, today, the, the whole idea of the platform that I have, and I'm going to have this conversation with Wendy so that uh, she's all the way up to speed, and and it's going to be like she's interviewing sort of me uh, as to why I'm, I'm doing all this. But the whole purpose <coughs> of this platform is really to get authentic voices out there, the people who want to be heard, the people that have great ideas and great concepts and great things to share that can dramatically change your life. You know, there's so many amazing people out there. One of my mentors is Tony Robbins himself, you know, learned so many things and distinctions that truly have changed my life. I wouldn't be here today if I had not been introduced to, to him and all the things that he does. But beyond that, I have been introduced to so many other people. The one incredible human being that I'm incredibly grateful for is uh, Steve Linder from Strategic Brain. And I learned uh, that the whole concept of neuro-linguistic programming. And so many other people in my life have, have come and, and helped me understand or helped me be aware of the things that I was not aware of before. And oftentimes it's really all about that, what we don't know that we don't know. And so I'm passionate about getting those voices out there. And so I'm really excited to be here with uh, Wendy. We have a lot of fun. We've had this radio show for quite some time on Radio Star Worldwide. That's an internet uh, radio station and a very much uh, growing station as well. So, Wendy, introduce yourself and let the, the listeners know a little bit more about you. All right. Well, my name is Wendy West, and I'm a studio director here. I'm a producer. I've been a model for almost 20 years, uh, actress. I've been in movies. I'm on a couple of romance novels, and I get to hang out with you every week, and so that just makes life so much better. That is so awesome. You know, there's a lot of ruckus right next door. I'm going to escape for one second so we can <clears throat> That was the grand exit. <laughs> All right, and if you don't hear the ruckus, I do, and it's really distracting me. So, yeah, so we're going to kind of ad lib it today. This is totally unprepared. I had another guest uh, scheduled, and unfortunately uh, they could not make it. So not only do we have technical challenges 
you know, we have people challenges. And so one of the things that, that I do is so that the listeners get to hear and learn more about me is I'm actually a plastic and reconstructive surgeon. Been in practice for the last uh, 18 years and been very blessed with, you know, my entire life. I grew up in five different countries. I speak four different languages, which has really given me that opportunity to have so many different perspectives on life that really also allows me you know to i would say have more flexibility in life as well and flexibility is an interesting thing because it really gives you more choices when when we have more choices in life things just seem to be a lot easier and part of that comes from the fact that you know i did grow up learning through different languages and the same thing with Wendy. I mean, you had an interesting experience growing up, and that's given you more choices. And I think that people that are happier oftentimes have more choices in their life. What do you think, Wendy? I completely agree 100%. Yes. Um, I think the happier you are, the more open you are to new experiences. So, yeah. So what what, what was your experience? Let me share, share with the listeners. Oh. What um, I was severely hearing impaired. I did not have eardrums. It's like when I was being formed, I guess my body decided to quit when it came to, to eardrums. So I had the, a little bit of the outside edge and then that's it. So I have uh, tympanic membrane replacement, which is also known as tympanoplastesis. And so uh, luckily I got to go to the Mayo Clinic and it took 13 surgeries, but the 13th one was actually the lucky one because that's the one that actually lasts the longest. And now you're just a, a singer, an actress, a model. You do so, so many incredible things. And and again, because you learned something and and you became a lot more flexible. Oh, I'm so lucky. I was given opportunities that most people in my situation would not have had. Right. So again, it's what I've been doing over the last you know 18 years as, as a plastic surgeon is really help people transform their lives. And it's interesting because so many people are kind of critical of, of plastic surgery. Nowadays, it's much more commonplace. But very often, I will get patients and, and they're really considering, you know, what is this really good for me or not? And what's great about what I've been able to do with, you know, with my clients, with my patients, is really allow them you know, to transform their life, their personal life in a way that nothing else really can. And oftentimes it's really about, you know, having that alignment of what somebody feels inside and what's really going on outside and sort of matching the external side of them, you know, with the inside. And, you know, it's interesting. So many people are really critical about that. You know, why should you have plastic surgery? Why should you change your body? But the truth is, is that, if one if it makes one feel a lot better about themselves you know then why not you know just go exactly. ahead and, do it. and so many people have found more self-confidence more self-esteem and dramatically changed their lives you know with plastic surgery and for me personally however it was never just about the plastic surgery part it was a lot more about personal transformation what else could I help you know my patients with and contrary to many of my colleagues who very eagerly would go ahead and proceed with surgery you know, my focus was always well how can I harness the potential of the body to restore form and function what else could I offer my, my patients that would perhaps not even require surgery 
And so that's when I dove into things like wellness and also, you know, personal growth. And that part of my life, I think, is, is pretty amazing, this whole concept of, of personal growth. And um, I know you do a lot of that, don't you? I do, yeah. I'm a firm believer that you really need to figure out who you are on the inside before you can have your exterior match the interior. And I do believe in a lot of studying, a lot of reading, a lot of figuring out who you truly are, what you truly want in life before you make any dramatic changes. So what's life about for you? Making the world a better place for the arts, because I believe that art is our culture. And without our culture, we lose who we truly are. So I've dedicated my life to really supporting the arts. Nice. I love that. You know, I'm always fascinated by people's achievements. And, you know, I've been navigating Facebook quite a bit lately. And I'm just enthralled by all these incredible things that people do. I mean, just imagine these, these systems that can just capture moisture out of the air and create water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have artists, you know, urban artists who combine nature, you know, with their art. You know, so you see this face and then on top and then the hair of the uh, on top of the hair of the head is actually a tree. And so one of the things that I find amazing is that, you know, if we can just, you know, just grab all this collective wisdom that's out there. And, and have this what I call generative collaboration, where we just simply collaborate with each other rather than tearing each other down, rather than you know, breaking things apart. You know, what is it that we can do to create a better life for all of us? And it's not being delusional. I mean, you have to be realistic. You have to be practical. As a surgeon, I get to be very practical all the time. You know, I have people's lives in my hands, and and we have to be realistic, and we have to be smart, and we have to be intelligent. And But the truth is, is that, you know, we also have to take ownership of who we are. And and that's no different than in, as a plastic surgeon and as a as a patient undergoing plastic surgery. You know, you can't undergo plastic surgery thinking that your life is going to change just like that. I mean, you have to take ownership in all the things that that are you and, you know, what what is your future also meant to be? You know, one of the things that I find is that as a performance strategist, which is also known as a life coach and having clients worldwide, so many people are really unclear as to what it is that they want in life. And what I admire so much about you is that you have that clarity. You you know what you're passionate about and you're going after that. And you're not going after just one way. You have multiple avenues to do that as well. So what is your passion? My passion. So thank you for asking that because you're supposed to be asking me the questions today. (laughs) So what I'm passionate about, and it took me a long time to really nail it, and I'm passionate about creating change and enhancing life. And so what's happening today is that all the things that I do, you know, whether it's in my business or whether it's in my personal life, is all about creating change and enhancing life. And because of that, because I'm now very clear about you know, what I'm passionate about and that I'm consistently doing it as well, I find a lot more fulfillment in life, a lot more happiness, a lot more balance because I'm, never, I'm not really worried about the next thing. I'm not worried about, okay, how am I actually achieving my outcome right now? 
I am constantly, every moment, working on all the outcomes because I'm creating change and enhancing life. So I do it through plastic surgery. I do it through stem cells. I do it through writing, you know, a book. I came out with a book last year, which is 52 week success plan. Did you, did you read it by the way? I have not read it as of yet. I haven't had a day off in a couple months. So next time I get a day off, I'll try to. I, I even gifted you that book. <laughs> like I said, I need to get a day off first. <laughs> well, here's the, what? I was going to ask you, how long did it take for you to write that book? And what inspired you most to write that book? Well, what was interesting is um, the, the nature of the book itself is, is kind of unique because the, the actual name of the book, um, it's a 52-week success plan, life-changing pr principles for greater wealth, happiness, and health that you can learn in less than five minutes. So imagine that. Imagine that you can start discovering the keys of your life, of your world, of your future, you know, in easy five minutes. Because one of the things that I've realized as a coach or as a performance strategist is that, you know, we're running these patterns. We're running these programs, programs that we're not even conscious of, you know, programs that, you know, we acquired when we were very young uh, from our mentors, from our parents, from our siblings, from our teachers, from other people. And oftentimes we're just simply not aware of them. So we go through life doing, going through all the motions, doing all these things and not fully aware of what's kind of sort of missing you know what else can we do and i'm not speaking for the rest of the world but I, i'm speaking from my personal experience oftentimes i really wanted to do something else i really wanted to you know do something that would enhance and expand my life basically in personal growth and anybody who's in into personal growth knows that it's a major commitment i mean when you when you go to these events when you read these books you know, it's a lot of work to to learn the strategies that many of these great people are teaching. And so sometimes it's overwhelming, just like you just said, you know, you just don't have enough time. So the beauty of this book, and so there's really no excuse for you, is, <laughs> is that you read a chapter in five minutes and you read something that can dramatically change your life. And the whole idea is that every day, five minutes you just simply read you know one chapter and let me just go ahead to the beginning here and just give you a list of all these chapters i should know these by heart but i don't so like chapter one is the power of gratitude so in five minutes you can learn something about the power of gratitude why is this beneficial some some scientific facts behind that also asking the question you know how grateful are you and then give you a couple of resources, what to tap into, and then links as well to, you know, move further. Are, are you looking it up right now? Is that what you're doing? No, I'm actually watching you. Oh, you're watching, watching me. So that's chapter one. Chapter two is, you know, don't complain all day. And so it begins to bring to your attention different things that you, you might want to be aware of in your life. And so that's why it's 52 weeks. So every week you just pick one. So it's making it really easy, right? And then you work on it for a week. And then, and then if you like the new habit, right, then, then you carry through with that habit. There's a great habit that I like, which is called earthing. Right? Do you know what earthing is? No, what is that? Okay, so we know that our body has all these electromagnetic fields, right? 
And so depending on what environments we're in around computers, in a radio station, the foods that you eat, you know, we get charged. And also the foods that we consume will simply charge up our body. And so what happens is that sometimes we get these charges, you know, that are not very conducive to our own personal health. And so one thing that we've discovered is that the the earth has its own electromagnetic fields but it's also a grounding field for our electromagnetic fields so it's all, no different than you know putting the plug into the the wall into the socket where it gets grounded right mm -hmm. so it makes you know safe in a sense you know we also need to ground ourselves and the only way that you can truly do that is by walking bare feet on natural ground so you have to go outside, go walk on sand, go walk, walk on the grass, go walk on the dirt for about 30 minutes every single day. And your electromagnetic fields normalize in your body. And so that's called earthing. Huh. I had no clue. Yeah. So these are just healthy habits that you can do. Um, one chapter that's not in here, which I recently started a new habit in my own personal life, is juicing. You know, and understanding what the benefits of juicing are. But other chapters are like, um, you know, breathing, be inspired, listen to music, laugh. Many of the things that you generally don't habitually think about on a regular basis. And then you may come to a moment and says, you know, I wish I was doing something to improve myself or to feel better. And this book really will help people do that. And which was also the inspiration really for this platform as well. And the, the whole idea of the platform is just to bring these new voices that otherwise do not have a platform. And many of the great speakers, they have the platforms. They're very well known. Um, they do these brilliant things. But what about the rest of the world? You know, what about people like you and me who also want to be heard? So how did you manage to get heard? Um, good question. Well, first of all, I became a, a life coach. And understanding, you know, many of the strategies that, that we like to use. Or let me rephrase that. Many of the strategies that we, we use. And one of the key things is, is that, you know, being conscious, being aware of what it is that you're doing in every moment. You know, one thing that's interesting is that, you know, many professionals or people who are in any kind of job for a long time, you know, oftentimes will make a decision very early on in their life or at some point in their life and, and proceed to, to go on with that particular career or that particular job. But once they get into it, in, in my case is a perfect example, you kind of forget the original reason why, why you went into this. And that also happens throughout your day. I mean, people have their rituals and their habits. I mean, you get up in the morning, you get breakfast, you get in the car, you go to work. And how much thinking do you really do when that happens? Many parents, for example, think about them, is that they take the kids to school. And many of the parents that I coach, I ask them, well, what's, well, you know, what's your purpose you know, when you take your kids to school? And they just say, well, just take my kids to school. So what if? What if the purpose, what if the outcome of the 5 or 10 or 30-minute drive with your children going to school would be find this a great opportunity, find new magic moments with my children, discover what really inspires them and motivate them to have a great day at school? You know, wouldn't that be a better outcome? That sounds so much more beautiful, too. Yeah. 
And it's the same thing with, you know, going out for dinner with your family. You know, how often do people just go to dinner and they have their, their cell phones? You know, they're on their cell phones, they're checking Facebook, you know, texting their friends. You know, what if, you know, purposely you would go and have dinner with your family or your friends and just say, look, I want to have a really intimate, you know, inspiring, you know, connection with my family where I get to discover new things and help them discover new things about me and talk about our future and talk about all the wonderful magic moments that we experienced this last month. Something like that. I like that. I have to tell you something kind of funny. I went to dinner last night with a girlfriend and people started panicking because I wasn't answering my phone. I had my phone on my purse the whole time because I really wanted that experience one-on-one with Diane. She's a very, very, very smart woman. There's a lot I had to learn from her. Nice. So did you yell at the, at your friends, you know, afterwards or not? Oh no. I just like, sorry. I was at dinner. That's all I said. Were they kind of confused that you did that and didn't? Yeah, because I, yeah, because I never go out. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> well, you know, I spend the most of my time working. When I'm not working, I'm studying or reading or learning or I'm constantly doing something. I just, I don't go out just to go out. That's just not something I'm interested in. How about you? Are you are you that type of person too, where you'd rather be? learning about something or studying or experiencing life rather than just going out and hanging out at the wherever. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I do love to go out. Um, I do love to, to connect with people and, you know, the challenge that I have is that I'm so busy. I mean, I book myself solid and I can't figure out why I do that. I mean, I book myself solid till like 10, 11 o'clock at night doing my coaching sessions sometimes regretting that I'm doing that because they don't get to go out, you know, and, and, um, but I'm very, very busy, you know, between plastic surgery, the radio show, this, this new social media platform, which is going to be very, very exciting with, you know, tremendous people coming on, on here. And again, just new voices, new solutions, you know, uh, your transformation. And, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not going to go out my 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 um, and quite frankly, I mean I in the area they live, it, it's kind of you know out in the rural area, so there's not a lot of places I can really go to. Is this where you are right now that you're referring to? No, in the Bahamas. No, in the Bahamas. Well, I'm in Freeport right now. There's not a lot there to do either. You know, Nassau is, is the bigger island, uh, population-wise. It's a smaller island, you know, um, geographically, but. Um, so no, I, I work you know constantly, and and it's a lot of fun because it really truly inspires me. What really inspires me when I get to work with a client, you know, you know, on the phone, and help them get their own personal breakthroughs. You know, one of the key things about coaching, and contrary to what I think most people think about it, but the best thing about coaching or best thing about my clients is I'm not them. And because we get so stuck and wrapped up in our own drama, our own story, if you will, the story of why things are the way that they are. And, you know, unless you have some someone who's objective, you know, who knows how to ask the questions, who can see the things that you can't see so that you can start making the changes that you want to make. 
And it's not about giving advice either. It's really about, um, it's an educational form in the sense where you get to appreciate different concepts, different reference points, so that you could understand why it is that you do that you do. But it's not really me telling them what's wrong with them. Now, if it was you, I'd probably tell you what was, what's wrong with you. But I don't do that to my mom. <laughs> We're friends. You can tell me. We're good. <laughs> no, but that's the whole point. Is that there's nothing wrong with anybody. Well, you know, do, you, do you love with being, being a life coach? Do you love watching their faces when they get that aha moment where it just oh, kind of clicks? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, watching the more amazing people. I mean, I'm certainly never even going to be at this level. But people like Tony Robbins, uh, if anybody, you know, ever goes to these kinds of events, I mean, they're mind-blowing. I mean, they're so phenomenal. And people make dramatic shifts in their life. And it's exactly what happened to me. I, um, I went to, what, 35 years of, of schooling. 17 years were medical, nine of which were uh, surgical. And so here I am, right, freshly, you know, completing my residency in plastic and reconstructive surgery, um, buying my new first new home in Florida, three beautiful children, and I was confused. I was confused because it didn't feel quite right. It, I didn't feel that I was where I wanted to be. There are too many things missing, and I didn't know what was missing. Well, first of all, I was in a, not in a great relationship. We'll just leave it at that. Um, been there. Yeah, you've been there? Okay. So um, what was interesting, though, is that I took care of a patient, and he was extremely grateful you know, for what I had done for him. And for me, it's just a natural thing that I do. And, um, in fact, I saved his life. That's that's what happened. So he was so incredibly grateful, and, and he would you know, shower me with these gifts. And the gifts were CDs and books, and you know other stuff and paraphernalia. You know this really tall dude. You know he's like six five, and you know I didn't know who he was, but he had these really big teeth and his big jaw. And what was interesting was um, oftentimes, you know, being, you know, I would have to cover the emergency room and I'd be up late at night. And so the way that I decompressed after very intense surgery was I would watch TV and I'd do this channel surfing. And we didn't have many channels then. And so I'd come across, was it, I think it was QVC all the time. And I'd see this guy, Tony Robbins, you know, on, you know promoting his stuff. And I thought to myself, well, here's just another guy selling his junk, you know. And I'd see him after, you know, somebody selling pots and pans and Tupperware. And, and, and I, I grouped him with all that kind of stuff. And so it was very annoying for me to get this, these books and these CDs from this patient of mine. And he was also very annoying because he kept on bugging me about, did I read the book? You know, did I listen to the CDs? So one time I gave up. I said, okay, great. I'm going to be very efficient right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take these CDs with me into the operating room, and I'm going to pop one of these CDs in there, and I would listen to the CD when I'm operating, you know, and, and I figure I'll be really efficient. At least I could tell them, you know, that I listened to the stuff. 
And so literally within about two minutes, I mean, I had the whole operating up in storm. They, they hated the CD. I hated the CD. We turned the CD off, and then I just continued operating. What happened was the patient then, you know, got clever. He bought me a ticket to an event. So he spent like $350 for an event. At that point, I could not, you know, deny him. I could not refuse his invitation. And so I went to this event. It was a one-day event. It was a sales event in Tampa. And um, I had had it all set up that I was going to leave within the first five minutes because I knew that I was not going to like it. So I drove him and two friends of his, and I drove, and I was telling him, look, I'm on call. I had to you know, change my, my uh, clinic that day. I was really upset because I was seeing all these cosmetic patients. You know, that was revenue for me. And then I get to this convention center, and I see all these happy people, and they're high-fiving, and they're laughing, and this you know, music that was strange to me, you know, with Aretha Franklin and all sorts of other, you know, great music, right? <laughs> Franklin is so not strange. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I was very concerned. I, I showed up with my blazer, my, my tie, and, you know, my broken shoes and, and whatever. And um, so anyhow, I purposely sat eight seats away from the exit, knowing that I was going to leave within five minutes. But here's where the magic happened, Wendy. The magic happened that within three minutes and being in that event, I knew my whole world, my whole life, my whole world was about to change. A whole world of opportunity opened up for me with how this man showed up and what he had to say. And I, I can't tell you how much fun I had. I signed up for everything right off the bat, bought practically every single book and CD that was available at that time. And it's history since then. And, you know, this is the gift that I, I want other people to, to experience as well. Did you have to rebuy this that first CD that your patient gave you? Did I what? Did you have to repurchase the CD that your patient gave you? Because I know you said you listened to it about two minutes, and you and you stopped when you were in surgery listening to it. Did you did you rebuy it? I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought everything that was out there. No, and truly, I mean, the the guy is amazing. And, and so are so many people out there, Jim Rome, Zig Ziglar, Carnegie, all these wonderful, you know, people out there that have so much, you know, uh, so many worthwhile things to share with us, so many worthwhile insights. And, you know, the truth is, is that, you know, we all desire divine happiness and we all want to be happy. I can't think of anybody who doesn't want that, you know, unless they're just deluding themselves. And so for us to have that divine happiness, all we have to do, and it's really quite simple, is we have to resolve whatever makes us unhappy. Now, that process might be difficult, understanding that part or knowing that part. But the concept of, you know, resolve what makes you unhappy will give you the happiness, and that's what's true. Because you have so many people in, that have the world handed to them, and they're miserable. And you have people that have every disadvantage you can think of. And they're the happiest beings in the world. Why is that? Same thing. You know, why are people that have everything handed in to them and they can't make anything of their lives? Whereas others that have had every disadvantage, every reason to fail, and they have, you know, success beyond success. And so we all have that opportunity. We, it's all out there for us. 
And, and, you know, people say, well, you know, that person has more luck than I have. You know, people probably come up to you and says, oh, you're so lucky, right? But you work for it. I worked my butt off to get where I am at now. It's seriously, it's not easy. Well, tell us briefly. I mean, we only have, what, maybe eight minutes left. But give us a brief um, history of, of your experience with GEMS and 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 what happened well when i was really young i decided i wanted to be a gemologist and my mom laughed at me she's like oh you'll never do that and so what i ended up doing is i started going to gia which is the gemological institute of america when i was in my late teens and then by the time i was 19 i became a graduate gemologist and diamond grader for 14 years i worked in the jewelry industry uh, as a diamond grader a jewelry designer and i would do appraisals and basically i spent all my time stuck behind a microscope which you know i'm sure it's fun for some people but it was not fun for me because i didn't get to talk to anybody so i ended up leaving the gemology business and you know being surrounded by diamonds all the time. And I got into radio. But oh, and then I started modeling when I was uh, a teenager too. So between the modeling helped me find a creative way to get out of the diamond industry. And then I started a radio and then from radio, I ended up on romance novel covers and then I ended up in acting. And the reason why is because every time there was an opportunity, I always, always, always took it regardless if I felt it was right for me or not, or if I was qualified for it, I tried. Because if I didn't try, I knew when, I, when I'm older, I never want to look back and say, you know what, I had that opportunity, but I didn't take it. I want to say, yeah, I had that opportunity, and I took it. Either I fell flat on my face, or I made something of it, but at least I took that opportunity. I think people need to truly, truly believe in themselves enough to know that you are worth it to take an opportunity. If there's an opportunity there, there's a reason. So you need to take that opportunity and have fun with it. You only have one life, it's so short. Don't waste it on regrets. And so, I'm happy. So, so let me ask you this question then. You know, why is it that you turned out that way and why is it that you've always chosen to you know, take that step, you know, take that opportunity, whilst maybe others have not, even in your family? You know, what's, what, what has made it that it's different for you than for others? I think one thing that makes it stand out for me is going through all the inner ear surgeries that I have over the years, I could have chosen to just not been in pain and not dealt with it and just accepted my life. Or I could keep going, keep going through the surgeries, keep going through the pain and through the learning and through the growing. And I decided I liked hearing too much. I liked music too much. I liked the arts too much to give that up. Because going from where everybody sounded like they were Charlie Brown's teacher, you know, it was like, wah, 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 like that's what everybody sounded like when I was growing up. And to go from that to hearing Frank Sinatra, to hearing Aretha Franklin, to hearing the Beatles, and just really, really loving and wanting to be a part of that. So I made that decision to keep on going and to find that spark that I loved and to go for it. 
because I've been surrounded by too many really close friends and family members that just accepted life for what it gave them, not striving for what they truly wanted and not what was handed to them. Because if you just live life stagnant, you're going to regret it when you're older. And I always wanted more. I always wanted better. I want to experience more. There's so much out there. I have yet to learn. And just like you always say, you don't know what you don't know. And I want to know. I've always wanted to know. And I've always been just hungry and craving and wanting to learn more. So I guess it's maybe the inner me that just is starving for knowledge. Right. You know, it's interesting as you were describing that. And I realized, you know, you, know, you and I have had, you know, vastly different you know, upbringings and but the truth is is that we were presented with the same as i would put it uh difference and the difference being that you know there was something that you realized could be better and whereas you started off with some challenges you know realizing well you know what i can't hear but you know what i want to hear so you realized what was possible I mean, from a place that, that, you know, is different than for most people. So let's say perhaps challenge or disadvantaged, right? You realize, you know what, this is what I really want in life. So you had an idea of how life could be much better. Same thing with me, except I didn't have those challenges. You know, I was so lucky that I grew up in all these different countries. But the same thing happened to me as well because I realized I saw all these amazing things that could happen around me and realized, you know what? I also want that. You know, I want a better life. I want more experiences. I, I want to be all that I can be. You know, going out in nature and, and just really enjoying the, the magnificence of nature and camping and, you know, in parks that, you know, are endless, you know, when I was growing up in Mexico, Mexico, and just realizing how, how grand life can be. You know, I get really excited, you know, when I see human performance, when I see humans do the most incredible acts. And I don't care what it is, but particularly like acrobatics, for example, or, you know, the, the, the Olympians. When you see them perform at the highest level, I mean, that just simply amazes me. And I get excited and I get inspired. You know, not that I could be any of those people, but I could also do my Olympian efforts in something else. And that's sort of what this platform is in a sense. I mean, this is getting out of my comfort zone. You know, my mom, my mother, you know, she, she actually wanted me to be an actor and uh, a famous actor and model and all those things. And I think I disappointed her for not doing that. <laughs> you know, so she's up there in heaven, you know, watching down, happy, you know, clapping her hands and saying, yes, you know, you're out there. And, you know, it's – but that's where we get to learn, you know, getting out of that comfort zone, starting to do things and, and not accepting, as you said, the status quo. You know, there's um, – I love the title of the book. I haven't read the book, but Settling for More, you know, from Megyn Kelly. You know, you may disagree, you know, with maybe her political views. And, again, this is not a political platform, by the way. You know, but here, here's a woman who is very successful as an attorney and realized, you know what? I'm not going to settle for less. I'm not going to compromise my life. You know, I'm going to settle for more. And I think we all can do that. 
But the problem is, again, too often, just like in my case, more than 18 years ago, is that when you don't know what you don't know, because I was searching back in medical school, I was reading all the Greek, you know, philosophers and, and all that kind of stuff. But I wasn't going to spend the time to really digest and dissect and, and, and transmute any of that information. I left that to smarter people, right? But all of that stuff that you learned from them wasn't really relevant. And our life, our world changes dramatically every five years. I mean, the knowledge that we get, you know, doubles every five years, if not, if, if not in less time. So for us to keep up with that, you know, that's a big challenge. But that's also what's exciting. You know, I can't wait to have all these these brain implants and other kinds of things and you know, so that we can expand, you know, <laughs> what it is that we can do in life. Actually I don't think I want implants. But <laughs> but but the truth is is that you know in five years, ten years, you know, our life our lives are gonna be completely different. Mm -hmm. So this is a moment when you're supposed to say something. Well, our lives will be con completely different, but it will be interesting to see how compassionate people still are. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> That's the hard part is seeing throughout the ages the compassionate or the compassion for people, the compassion for arts, for learning, for wanting more. You know, it's like when when I grew up, we were always going outside and playing. And then I, I see kids now, they, they don't go outside as much as they used to, you know? And it's it's amazing how things change. You know, it's true, and, and it's a shame. Um, you know, you look at studies um, with, with children, and, um, you know, kids today, was it um, – yeah, kids today are much more focused on, you know, uh, technology, video games, TV, media, than, than nature. Uh, they would much rather spend their time doing those kinds of things than going outside. And I forget, I get, forget the exact number, but I think every high school kid, uh, by the time they reach high school or finish high school, they've been exposed to 350,000 different commercials. So you have the marketing in the world, which, you know, for obvious reasons is there to generate revenue for the business, but really determining, you know, our outlook on life. So it's fun to see commercials like Subaru, you know, I don't know if you remember the one about love and, and, you know, Give us a little bit of love and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, but you're right. You know, we can we can stay stuck in our head, and we can stay stuck with you know what we feel has to be done in life. But life without being in your heart, you know, is really not a life. You're not going to find the fulfillment. And getting into that alignment, which is what I do a lot with my my coaching. It's really help people get connected with their heart, get connected with the soul, get connected with their purpose, and live their life, you know, that they desire, what they dream. If somebody, of. if somebody wants you to be their life coach, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, they can just Facebook message me. Everybody needs a coach. Do you have a coach, by the way? 
with all the shows that I do, I feel like I have about 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I feel the same way. So I know we kind of ad-libbed today, which, you know, I thought, well, let's try that. You know, it was unfortunate that this amazing uh, friend of mine was not able to make it today. But, uh, but just for any of the listeners, the radio show is every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, combining with Facebook Live. Uh, the whole platform is to bring in new people, new voices. If you want to be on this platform and get your voice heard and to to contribute to the collective wisdom and contribute to the generative collaboration, I would love to have you on here. So I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, prescription for your transformation, hashtag real people, hashtag real conversations with the amazing Wendy West. And I will be back tomorrow just on Facebook Live and all next week, every day of the week. And every Thursday, together with the amazing radio station, Radio Star Worldwide. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Barton Rademacher live right here on Radio Star Worldwide each week or on demand 24-7.